Brown Girl Radiance celebrates the brilliance of women of color through reflective conversations and stories. I'm your host, Pure Brown Joy. Hello, everyone. Hope you've been having a great summer. I am recording live from the podcast movement, and um, I'm very excited to just be here and um, get so much enrichment from the experiences, um, classes, and meet so many um, really dope people. Um, so I actually have one of those people with me here today um, coming to a podcast conference. Uh you are definitely going to be talking to a lot of different people who love to talk, which is uh, which is a great thing. It's you know something that kind of connects us. So um, I met someone this morning, and I'm very excited to introduce them as my first international guest on Brown Girl Radiance podcast. So uh, Selena. Mendez. <laughs> That's such a kind intro. You're, you're right. I love to talk. <laughs> so, uh, Selena is actually from Toronto, Canada, and uh, she works for CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And so, uh, Selena, first just tell us a little bit about um, what you do for CBC and what brought you to the podcast movement. Yeah, so for work, I do marketing for podcasts. Um, so we have quite a few podcasts under CBC, and I market them all. <laughs> awesome. So do you have, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like ones that you market, but do you have any favorite podcasts? Yeah, I think um, I think that the ones that really stand out are, are true crime. I'm not going to lie. I am a scaredy cat. Like, I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> but um, people seem to really, really like those. And um, I think we tend to dig quite deep and go into, like, some a lot of nuanced gotcha. um, discussion about that. So uh, that's why I kind of really like them. Cool. Well, yeah, I definitely have to check that out. Uh, for me, I know um, I like to listen to, I guess what I would say is like motivational kind of lifestyle podcasts um, like Jesus and Jaloff with uh, Yvonne Orji yeah. and Levy Ajay and uh, Rants and Randomness, which is uh, Levy's podcast. Yeah. Love those. And um, so many others. There's one I love called The Corporate Confidential and there's a tech podcast I like called Recode Decode. So yeah, so um but I wanted to talk to you since uh, Brown Girl Radiance is all about, you know, celebrating the brilliance of women of color. Just wanted to hear um, about your experiences as a woman of color, like growing up in Toronto, you know, and then from from like childhood, you know, to adulthood, career, uh, all those different um, dimensions. <laughs> yeah. So um, I grew up in a town like maybe say an hour outside of Toronto. Um, it was a predominantly white neighborhood. And so growing up, I was one of uh, very few black people, one of very few black women um, mm. in that community. And it wasn't until I got to say like high school, uh, university time uh, that I was really um, connecting with people who looked like me and who had similar experiences to me. Um so through that, I think I was able to dive a little bit deeper into my blackness, um, catch up on things that I didn't necessarily have a chance to do originally. Uh, 
and yeah, I, I, I think that through that, I was able to connect a lot better with um, black women and mm-hmm. women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always say this, like women of color, um, I owe so much to because um, like coming up, they were the ones who made space for me. Um, they, they were the people who were rallying behind me and um, encouraged me to rally behind um, other black women. And I, I can't thank them enough because that's, that's why I am where I am. And, you know, that's such a beautiful story to hear. Um, I think sometimes people have this misconception that women have to be in competition and that we don't hold each other up. But it's nice to see that you have, you know, had that experience of having that true sisterhood, which I can say I've had, you know, as well. And I think that is, you know, definitely part of the purpose of my podcast is really to be that cheerleader for us to hold each other up, support each other, you know, even just through interviews like this, like I just met you this morning, right? And, um, yep, <laughs> and I got you. right, and, you know, we connected on IG and I was like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And, you know, here we are. So um, I think it's really beautiful when we can like have that. And um, I know also uh, I heard you mention earlier that um, you're like the president of a diversity resource group yep. at yep. Uh, <laughs> within your uh, corporation. So yep. um, so what does that like look like for you in terms of the sisterhood mm-hmm. and <laughs> Um, yeah, building so that community. Yeah, yeah. So for community building, I think organization is extremely important. Um, I have been very grateful that um, you know the women of color who came before me yeah. set that uh, space out, and actually, in fact, um, men of color as well. Oh, awesome! Right, um, which is is really great to see because I think that oftentimes it's feminized folks who are stepping up um, and creating that space. Um, so in this particular case, it uh, it ended up being like a combination of the two. And yeah, it's it's really working out well. I think that community is extremely important. Awesome. So you're able to kind of help in terms of like some of the company culture and just bringing that like awareness of your voice and the importance of your voice. Uh, yeah, we have we have so much to offer in terms of um, like different perspectives. Um, Canadian Canada is a very multi multicultural sorry multicultural uh, country, and so uh, having those voices in uh, places where you can um, really reach out to the rest of Canada is important. And, you know, we need to be reflecting our, our population. For sure. And, you know, one thing um, I heard uh, one of the speakers talk about um, in, like, in terms of, you know, trying to be, like, an influencer and all these things in terms of your podcasts or even if you're, like, an author, et cetera, is he was just talking about bringing your unique voice. And I think that that is something that is of, like, the most utmost value that, you know, we as women of color have, and really, you know, anyone uh, diverse, but I think us being able to own that and recognize that platform, and so that's one thing that I love about podcasting, is I feel like there is space for everyone to have a voice, and like, whatever you're passionate about, you can bring that unique perspective. Yeah, no, absolutely, like, we're great, and we need to know that we're great, Yes, 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 yes. So I know we also talked about that you're thinking about starting a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And so what would your podcast be about? Uh, Okay. So (laughs) I love food and 
food to me is love. So uh, the podcast would be about food and love. Um, yeah, just talking about how, uh, especially culturally, I yes, think there's a lot sure. of intersections with oh, food and absolutely. love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think they go hand in hand. Food, love, community, you know, culture. Absolutely. Food is is kind of that uh, cornerstone in, in a lot of cases, even like, you know, looking at um, the African-American culture and um, specifically in the South, because that's where yeah. I grew up. And so soul food and, and the roots of that from, you know, slavery and us being given like not the best, Absolutely. you know, um, of, of, you know, of the, whether it was the pig or, you know, uh, the crop, et cetera, but we made it into soul food. And now yeah. it's like, who doesn't love soul food, right? <laughs> Actually, it's very funny that you say that. So I'm of Caribbean descent and, um, in Jamaica, there is a dish called ackee and saltfish. And one thing that I learned, um, so, Yes, Jamaica had slavery, um, and uh, one of the things that I learned was that Aki actually came over from West Africa, and it was brought over, they think, on slave ships um, and was planted in Jamaica. And then, um, get ready for this, uh, there's saltfish, which is salted cod. Um, I have to say this, Canada was extremely complicit in the slave trade, but um, a lot of- We forgive you. I, I don't forgive well, uh, I'm, I'm saying like we like America, you know, we're still working through yeah. Canada. You guys are still working through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so a lot of the salted fish came from the east coast of Canada and was brought down to the islands. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was like cheap uh, protein to feed the slaves. So the combination of ackee mm -hmm. and saltfish, which is fire, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever tried it, but definitely do if you haven't. Um, yeah, the combination of those things uh, created this dish, which is um, very interesting because it, it speaks to our past and our future, but it's also some, a way to uh, connect with other people. It's a way to show love for them. Like cooking for the, cooking ackee and zollfish for someone is a way to like break bread, you know? And that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So are there any, so ackee, is that how you say it? Yep. Ackee, yep. saltfish? Is that how you say it? Yeah, well, you can't pronounce the D. You have to be oh, like oh, saltfish. You saltfish know? Was, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. That's what's up. So are there any Canadian dishes that you You know, it's hard to say because okay. Canada is very I don't know, people say that there is like our Canadian dishes. So for example, there's like poutine. Um I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's real good. Um, but it's um it's uh not chips. It's french fries. fries. French fries. fries. Yeah. <laughs> With gravy and cheese curds. It's really good. I love it a lot. Um, but that's like kind of all we have. Like um, there's like indigenous foods there, um, which aren't necessarily um, like popularized in the same way. Um, but yeah, beyond that. Like, Maple. But Yeah. Okay. Or do y'all not um, claim it? What, what's, no, what's no, no. On? Oh, we. I mean, I was going to say, claim it's, it's too every, much. We right. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh. uh, but yeah, like I think because I grew up on maple, I'm kind of like, you know, gotcha. I'm a honey okay. girl. That's fair. I mean, honey is delicious. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. But I mean, your maple is fire. Thank you. <laughs> I, will, I will tell all the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And also, uh, we, we talked about, I love Tim Hortons. I know you're... Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying, like, it's funny because Canadians are always like, oh, I love Dunkin' Donuts. And Americans are always like, I love Tim Hortons. And I'm like, these are the same thing. <laughs> this is the same thing to me. But yeah, I think it's because it's, like, so accessible to everyone that, yeah. um, you know, when you go somewhere else, you're like, oh, this is different, but it's also kind of the same, right? Yeah, like, I don't know, like exactly because Duncan I'm like no I'm I'm good on Duncan uh there's uh Krispy Kreme that's uh okay listen brand. oh okay Krispy Kreme slaps like Krispy Kreme's delicious agreed <laughs> agreed um so yeah I would say to me it's like if so it's Krispy Kreme it, to me is like the oh, the yeah. best American donut and listen don't I don't need anybody like emailing me at you know <laughs> No. Adding like Brown Girl Radiance podcast, you know, I'm I'm just saying like I grew up on Krispy Kreme. I love Krispy Kreme, so yeah. No, no, no. Listen, Canadians love Krispy Kreme. Too. We we we'll give you that. I don't know, like if anyone tells you that Tim Hortons is better than Krispy Kreme, like you need to you need to seriously give them a look. Like ask them a few more questions because I don't understand. Yeah, no, Krispy Kreme. That's funny. Well, I appreciate you, you know, giving us giving us our our just because. Um, I, I think Canada and America kind of have a, a complex relationship when it comes to certain things. But at the end of the day, like we, you know, we do have a common bond when it comes to to certain things. And so, um, so I appreciate you acknowledging us because I feel like. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen, how can we not acknowledge the States? Right. You can't. Right. Well, <laughs> well, I feel like sometimes like Canadians are like, just like, like whatever you guys have, like, no, it's better. It's better here. And it's like, <sighs> you know, Canadians love to hype up. Like, <laughs> they love, they, <laughs> okay. We, li- like, listen, we know what we have. We know what we don't have. Just right, like, let's right. just call it what it is. Okay, you know? Okay. So speaking of what you do have, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about uh, my love for the Raptors, which Ooh. is not bandwagon um so basically when i when i went to toronto i loved it so much that i was trying to figure out like how can i like show my love for toronto and then i started thinking well i love the nba so i went on ebay and i found like a really dope toronto raptors jersey and so um so i rock it from time to time and it's always funny because whenever i wear it people are like are you from canada and i'm like no, <laughs> like I just, I just like the, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. And so, uh, and then Kawhi Leonard, when he went there, he's actually one of my favorite players from when he played with the Spurs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were a championship team and uh, in 2014 and he was the MVP back then. And so to just like watch him uh, win MVP again and, and bring a championship to Toronto yep. was very, um, very exciting for me. So, as a Canadian and specifically mm-hmm. from Toronto, I have to ask you, like, where were you <laughs> when the Raptors won? Okay, well, first off, let me tell you, I know you're not a bandwagon member, but I fully am. Like, <laughs> up until this year, I was like, you mean, like, the Raptors? I think you just mean Serge Ibaka. Like, I don't know. I don't know anyone else. That's it's Serge Ibaka and his friends. Like, uh, no, but... I love Serge. Uh, yeah, right? Um, but yeah, uh, I was actually in, um, Louisiana when they won. So it's actually funny. So leading up, um, there were a couple of games that I was in Louisiana for. And, um, at one point, uh, I think it was, I think it was the second last game. Um, uh, gosh, 
the California team. Oh, the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> hold on, hold on, turn yeah. up, y'all. You see how like, she, she, she's not even acknowledging them. Like, yeah. who were they? They won, and I was bent because I was in a hotel that was like, obviously full of Americans, but uh, specifically folks from California, right? So they were going up and they were having the best time. And I was, geez, I was so <laughs> salty about it. I was so mad um, because, you know, bandwagon jumpers need to get fired up about these things. But uh, <laughs> so then um, during the final, final game, um, we won. And I saw those people and I looked at them and I was like, yeah, <laughs> you see this? And they were upset. You, you had, like you, you had like a Canadian flag in your suitcase. And you're just like, <laughs> I was like, let me just pull this out here. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to dab my forehead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was funny. And then um, my, my feed was probably about like five to 10 seconds ahead of my partners who I was on the phone with. And so I absolutely ruined the game. Uh, because I, I was I was yelling like I was so happy, <laughs> but I ruined it and I, I I apologize. And so so then so once you got back to Toronto, like what was that like? Because y'all, I mean, when when they talk about the Jurassic Parks and they would be showing like the footage, I'm just like, man, I wish I could be there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so first of all, I was very glad because I used to live right outside of Jurassic Park, and I'm so glad that I don't live there anymore <laughs> uh, because I couldn't deal with all that. But um, getting through the airport alone um, was interesting because it was like the day after we won. And so getting through the airport, it was like wicked, wicked security, and the, which is like not not that usual for Canadians, right? And um, and then, yeah, I, I went to the um, Raptors parade and it was originally supposed to go until like midday or something. And when I tell you that this lasted until like 6 or 7 p.m., it was wild. First of Go all. Go Raptors! Yeah. No, seriously. I got, I went to the beginning of the parade, which was a very good decision. Um, saw Serge Ibaka and his friends. And then I went to work. Um, but it's funny because a lot of people had work off. Like they, they said, you know what? We understand. Go it's to the national parade. holiday. Yeah, yeah. They were like, they named it Raptors Day. I don't know if we get a day off from that. Probably not. But I want to. You know? Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so when the parade was going on, I was like at work, and um, my mom, she was excited. She was a Raptors fan as well. So, uh, she's like texting me like, the Raptors parade is on, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have to like, you know, catch it when I get home. But that's just so cool that you yeah. like got to be a part of that and. Yeah, so um, happy Raptors Day. Oh, my gosh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I definitely appreciate you just, you know, sitting down with me and talking a little bit about, you know, Canadian culture, your experience um, as a woman of color and really just um, celebrating that and celebrating your brilliance. So thank you for, for joining me today. No, and, thank uh, you. Thank <laughs> and you. look forward to chatting with you again soon. All right, All right. talk soon. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Selena. I was definitely feeling very spontaneous while I was at the podcast movement. I was so enriched by the experience from the classes to the inspirational, incredible people and podcasters that I met. 
and I'm very excited to start production of season two of Brown Girl Radiance and to continue to have each of you on this journey with me. So feel free to send me an email or hit me up on Instagram at Brown Girl Radiance Podcast on Instagram as well as at Gmail. And also, um, please make sure you ask at least one friend to subscribe to the podcast on the multiple platforms. Brown Girl Radiance Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio app, as well as CastBox.